All right, hello everybody and welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us tonight. We are live on Sunday nights, but uh, hello to everybody that's uh, listening. Uh, So many of you are now downloading another record week of downloads for the show, which is super exciting. So a lot of people wonder, you know, how can I find out all of the different ways to listen to or watch the show? The best option there for you is to go to jimparisradio.com, jimparisradio.com. And I know a lot of you are really excited about the new Wednesday audio-only version of the show, which I've been telling you about, and I did plan on starting it last Wednesday. However, I've just been too sick. Uh, my I've been dealing with a lot of congestion. This week was better, um, but still very rough. And so I uh, wanted to take it easy and not push it. And so uh, this Wednesday will be the first audio-only version of the show. And we invite you to record a question in advance. And if we use your question on the show, you will be uh, in the running to uh, get a free box of books. Uh, what happens is when we do the show, we get all these books sent to us. Every week there are books sent. Sometimes these are people that appear on the show, sometimes not. But in any case, these stacks of books just build up around the, the studio here, and we want to just start giving those away. So if you want to ask your question, uh, any question, you can pose to me anything about money, politics, a personal question. Uh, you can record that over at jimparisradio.com and get a chance to uh, get a free book, just like maybe this one here. And uh, this is tonight's guest. Mitz Andrew is here. He was with us a couple of years ago. He'll be with us in about 27 minutes. The book is Freedom Trumps Socialism. He's got a fascinating story. He himself escaped from communism and has come over to the United States, built a tremendous life as a family, a professional career, and uh, wants to give us his perspective on this whole idea by the far left that we need to move to socialism and even communism here in the United States, somebody that was actually delivered out of communism. Uh, That'll be a fascinating discussion starting here in about 26 minutes. Next week, Nikki Egan is back. Uh, She was here uh, talking about the Cosby trial and all of that. Uh, She'll be back with us with another true crime book. This is a fascinating story. The book is called Victim F, and it's really unbelievable. If you haven't heard about this story, you're not going to want to miss next week when Nikki Egan is back. Again, she's the author of Chasing Cosby. She was with us a few weeks ago. She'll be back with us next week. Uh, Now, as far as the future of the show goes, we're still on a lot of the major platforms. We have had problems with YouTube taking down some of our videos. 
I presently, I think I have one strike right now at YouTube. I haven't had any trouble in about six or eight weeks with YouTube. Um, but we're moving more and more to Rumble. So if you want to really get connected to me where the future is going, it's over at Rumble. Uh, so that's rumble.com. And then just type in James L. Paris. You'll find my page there. And all of the videos of the show are now being posted also on Rumble. And I've been doing that for about four months now. And I just got word from Rumble um, that they're starting to make available live broadcasting now over Rumble. The only little wrinkle is that I can't yet integrate Rumble into my restream uh, multi-platform, which when I do this show live and we do the video, it goes out over about 10 different platforms. We do that through restream and Rumble is not yet coordinated with Restream. So I might do some Rumble. It'll just be Rumble. If I go live on Rumble, it might be just I fire up my camera one day and just do something just for Rumble. Right now, we can't do the live Sunday night show on Rumble. But every Monday, the video of the live show gets posted to Rumble, as well as a number of other places. And, of course, if you go to JimParisRadio.com, you can also find all of the places to download just the audio version, including iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and SoundCloud, a ton of other places uh, that the show can be downloaded, including now over at uh, Amazon Music, uh, inside of Amazon Audible, or even at the Amazon Direct site. You can find the show, download it there for free. Well, no one can believe what's going on in Afghanistan. And if it couldn't be any worse, not only are they in possession of literally from what i understand billions with a b billions of dollars of military equipment of our military equipment but they're also now wearing our u.s military uniforms it is just disgraceful and uh, it appears that even the mainstream media now has turned on joe biden which is very interesting to watch never thought i would see the day and uh perhaps the lowest point of all uh, has come in the last couple of days when Taliban forces dressed in U.S. military uniforms uh, did a mock photo of Iwo Jima. You know the Iwo Jima photo of our men uh, posting the, the American flag. Well, they did that uh, posting the Taliban flag, uh, the height of humiliation, uh, just unbelievable. And I have to tell you that in light of all this, the one thing on my Facebook page that is absolutely going crazy right now is a meme, and it is a picture of Bruce Springsteen, and it's got in the caption, this is actually a quote from an interview that he did a few months ago with Rolling Stone magazine. He says, quote, if we get Biden, it's going to go a long way towards helping us regain our status around the world that's bruce springsteen who if you didn't know is a huge biden supporter and uh people are going crazy with this quote i think there's like almost 40 comments already on it i don't know how many shares it wasn't my original meme it's just a meme that i shared and uh it is interesting to see that uh some of these quotes just don't age well right you know all of this i mean even people i know that were really strong Biden supporters are just simply quiet about it, not saying anything. And uh, I'm quick to say, look, I'm, I'll am i go for some mean tweets and $1.79 gas right now. 
but just looking at what's going on around the world, um, just uh, former prime minister of, of Britain coming out, uh, viciously criticizing uh, Biden, uh, Tony Blair, uh, coming out with comments today, uh, talking about this uh, pullout in Afghanistan, uh, just disgraceful. And uh, tragic news to report, at least 22 people are dead and 50 are missing after the deadliest flood event ever in Middle Tennessee. And I'd heard a little bit about this, but the, the pictures are just unreal. I saw a picture today posted on Facebook of a church with water literally up to the rooftop. You could just barely see uh, the outline of the roof above the water line. And uh, this is just incredible, incredible flooding. And uh, separately, uh, now this has nothing, the flooding in Tennessee, nothing to do with Hurricane Henry. Uh, but this is the first time in decades that uh, I, I think in, in 20 plus years that a hurricane has hit uh, directly to um, New England. And I believe the hurricane that did this uh, earlier was called Sandy. And uh, the subways are flooding. There's multiple reports of flash flooding throughout New York City. They're just not really set up for this. They're not really set up for this uh, at all. And uh, it appears uh, people are being rescued from cars that are uh, being swept away uh, by flash floods. Uh, just incredible devastation uh, happening in New York City. And as the uh, storm moves uh, inland, it looks like it's dissipating. It is only a tropical storm as it's made landfall. But the biggest issue here is not really the winds. It is this slow-moving storm, which is bringing record rainfall and flash flooding to New York City. Now, we've got another example. We had, of course, uh, Barack Obama's uh, big uh, 60th birthday party bash, uh, some several hundreds of guests, all these big tents set up at his home in Martha's Vineyard. Then, of course, the story was that he scaled back the party. But now we know that there's a massive spike in COVID cases on Martha's Vineyard. Um, again, bringing out uh, the hypocrisy of the left, telling people to wear masks, to social distance, wanting kids to wear masks in school. Uh, want, wanting to limit, uh, you know, occupancy now, even in, in Florida here, we're hearing, you know, 50% occupancy for gatherings and things like that uh, in public buildings. Uh, although our mayor, our, our governor has, has stopped them from forcing masks on kids in schools, uh, letting kids opt out that don't want to wear the masks. Uh, all of that being said, there's this uh, post going viral. It is a video of an event uh, over the weekend with Nancy Pelosi had a big event. Uh, it looked like from what I saw from the video, at least a hundred people, probably more uh, eating a meal together, uh, a, a large outdoor gathering, no one masked at all. And they're all together there, uh, you know, sitting elbow to elbow, no social distancing, no one wearing masks. You just wonder what these people are thinking. Uh, because, I mean, I was willing to, at least in the beginning of this, think that maybe the liberals really did believe in the masks. And then, of course, there was the Anthony Fauci lie 
where he told people we don't need masks after telling us we need masks. He later admitted that was a lie because he didn't want the public to go out and get all the masks when the medical people needed the masks. Then he went back to that we all need to be wearing masks again. Um, But I thought, well, maybe some of these people really believe that the masks work and that the masks do good. And then you see these stories, you know, you've got Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of guests, nobody wearing masks. You see this with the uh, mayor of Washington, D.C. I saw a video last week of uh, of AOC uh, with a big group of her constituents that had come to Washington, D.C. They're all sitting on the Capitol steps, none of them wearing masks. They're all crammed together. And then they go to take a picture and then she puts a mask on for the picture. So, I mean, clearly something is going on. They themselves don't even believe that these masks work. Just based on watching what they are doing, they don't believe in the masks. But yet they're pushing the masks. And here in Florida, uh, I'm seeing people again, you know, driving around in their cars by themselves, wearing a mask. Walking down the street by themselves, wearing a mask. Riding a bicycle by themselves, no one around, wearing a mask. Even people riding on motorcycles without helmets, wearing a mask. I kid you not. So it has gone crazy here in Florida. I would probably say now up at the grocery store that I shop at, probably half the people are wearing masks now um, in the grocery store. And they're not requiring it, but they do have a sign up now that says they strongly encourage everyone to wear masks even if you've been vaccinated, that you should still wear a mask. So, uh, wow, it's just, it's just hard to hard to know what to believe. And then when we look at this employment crisis, which is continuing to build, uh, seeing so many places uh, shut down. Uh, heard from a friend this week. He went into uh, Burger King on his way to work. Uh, he had no chance to get a breakfast before he left. So he went into Burger King on his way to work, uh, pulls into the Burger King, And uh, there's a sign that says they don't have enough employees to open. And this happened to me uh, last week. I I ended up uh, forgetting to eat and it was I was getting shaky. So I thought I need to get something. So I pulled into a Burger King. Um, They do have a plant based um, sandwich. So I was going to get a a plant based uh, burger from Burger King. I pulled in. I noticed the lobby was closed. So I pulled around to the drive through. This is right in the middle of the day. Uh, up in St. Augustine and uh, the Burger King is just closed, Um, just completely closed. Nobody's there and it's just closed down. And I just don't know how these businesses are going to survive this. And now this news just in from Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A kind of got a little bit woke during all of this and was closing a lot of their lobbies. I think their lobbies were closed for like six months during the height of of, uh, things last year. But now most of them had reopened. But now we're hearing this in uh, from Chick-fil-A. According to Chick-fil-A, they're beginning to close dining rooms across the country due to a worker shortage. Now, what's interesting about Chick-fil-A is they actually pay people really well. Um, You don't need a college degree or anything to get into management at Chick-fil-A. And even just the, you know, regular you know, person out there, you know, picking up trays, wiping off tables, I think is making like 15 bucks an hour. I mean, Chick-fil-A treats its employees very well, very good benefits, opportunity to go into management, and they can't get people 
they're going to be closing lobbies all across the country, not because of COVID or the Delta variant, but because of a worker shortage. Uh, just very, very interesting. All right, tonight's sponsor, keeping us commercial free, is my book that you can see over my right shoulder, The 90-Minute Bitcoin Quick Start. Now, a lot of you know about the book, but I thought I would tell you one kind of unique thing about the book that you may not know. The last chapter in the book is all of the ways you can get Bitcoin for free. And I don't talk enough about this, but uh, of course, I want you to get the book because there's a lot of other great stuff in there. But over the years, I've gotten, I don't know, probably well over $1,000 of Bitcoin for free. And then that Bitcoin that I got for free is now worth many times that. So it's possible to get Bitcoin for free. And I've got a whole chapter on how I have gotten Bitcoin for free uh, through different referral programs and things like that. Uh, that book is available for just $14 on Amazon. Just type it in the 90-minute Bitcoin quick start. Tonight's sponsor, keeping us commercial free. But it also shares with you how to get started with Bitcoin without being scammed, how to get Bitcoin into your IRA account. A lot of great stuff in there. The book is only $14. Tonight's sponsor, Keeping Us Commercial Free. Grab it on Amazon. The 90-minute Bitcoin Quick Start. Available in paperback, Kindle, and audio through audible.com. Okay, speaking of cryptocurrency, I wanted to spend a few minutes tonight kind of giving everybody an update because it wasn't, what, just a few weeks ago that uh, Bitcoin was down to uh, below 30000 and everybody was panicking and Jim Cramer said he had sold all his Bitcoin and wasn't going to get back in for a while. And I'll give you a current uh, quote if you're watching live on Sunday night. Bitcoin almost back up to $50,000 tonight. Wow. What a bounce back. And I'm hearing so much positive news about crypto. For example, uh, PayPal has just rolled out its crypto service in the UK. They started it here in the US back in October. There are five different cryptos you can buy inside your PayPal account here in the US. They've just rolled that out in the UK. A major, uh, one of the major mutual fund companies, Newberger Berman, uh, is looking to launch uh, an ETF. I know a lot of companies are trying to do it. The word is they might be close to uh, uh, being able to uh, have an ETF that buys uh, Bitcoin. Uh, so a lot of things happening, a lot of really good news. And then those of you who are in Ripple XRP, uh, you know, our guest from last week, uh, we were talking about this and we were talking about what's happening with this SEC lawsuit against Ripple. And it looks like it's really breaking in Ripple's favor and it might be dismissed or settled soon. So Ripple XRP, which had dropped in recent months to like 25 cents tonight is back up to a dollar 25 a dollar 25 now whenever i talk about cryptocurrency uh whether it be ripple or or dogecoin which yeah i've got a little bit of dogecoin just kind of so i don't i don't miss out you know I, but i didn't put much in there uh but i do have a little bit of dogecoin but when i talk about uh, my favorite which is you know ripple and i've talked about it for years is it too late? Is it too late to get in? I don't think so. I don't think it's too late to get into Bitcoin. And to make this clear, uh, for those of you that do get my book, 
you don't need $50,000 to get into Bitcoin. You can, I'll show you in the book how you can get some Bitcoin for free, as I said, but you can start with as little as, you know, five or $10 uh, to get started. You don't need to buy a full Bitcoin. And our guest last week, uh, we were talking about, you know, where could uh, Ripple XRP go and price-wise? It's a buck twenty-five. I mean, could it go to where it's worth hundreds of dollars, maybe even five hundred or a thousand dollars? Yeah, it, it could. Am I predicting it will? No, I'm not making that prediction. I, I certainly think it could. Um, I believe that Bitcoin, before you know it, will be a hundred thousand. Uh, I did a press release on this about what, five, six weeks ago, predicting by the end of the year at least 100000 on Bitcoin. And I stand by that. I think it could be well beyond that. See, what's going to happen with Bitcoin is right now, it's just quietly kind of moved back up from 30000 to 50000 But before you know it, it just in, in, in a, the blink of an eye, it's going to be 100000 You'll go to sleep one night, it'll be 50000 You wake up the next day, It'll be a hundred or one hundred and fifty thousand. It'll double or triple, and then from there, it'll just boom. It'll go again. I mean, it literally could move from where it is now to a million dollars for one single Bitcoin in a matter of days. Because once it catches fire again, everybody's going to want to own a piece of it, and we have still such a tiny, tiny percentage of people that are involved with cryptocurrency. It is becoming more mainstream. The banks are getting involved. PayPal's getting involved. We're seeing that 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 you know mass adoption, the beginning of that curve, but it hasn't it hasn't even come close to what it's going to be. Uh, so I've been talking about it since it was twelve dollars, and for those of you that know, you've been following me. You know I've been talking about it. And I've been talking about Ripple since it was less than a penny. Uh, so you know that too. And I'm telling you that this is just scratching the very surface. So, uh, again, uh, grab my book if you want to find out how to get started and even get some free crypto. You know, nobody has an excuse to, to not get crypto for free. I guess I could buy your excuse if you don't have any money. But if you can get it for free, why would you not do it? I mean, I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Okay. This grandparent scam is making a resurgence. So what are we talking about? I had a very good friend a few years ago. He lost, I think, $25,000 to this. Um, it sounds crazy, but it's it's something that some people are vulnerable to this scam. Uh, it targets the elderly. Make sure you tell those in your life that are north of 60, north of 70 about this scam. How it works is this. The elderly person gets a phone call, usually late into the night, explaining to them that a grandchild has been arrested and is being held, uh, you know, in, in jail and that they can be released if money is wired. This one story I'm familiar with personally, um, this man was told that his grandson was being held in, in a, a prison in Canada. And they even uh, got someone on the phone to impersonate the grandson pleading for the money to be sent. And there are different ways they collect the money. Typically, it has, you know, something to do with like buying these cash cards that you can buy at the Walmart checkout. Uh, but some of these people are scammed, you know, five, ten thousand. Uh, I know a guy was scammed twenty five thousand dollars. 
what happens, obviously, is that your grandchild was never in jail. It was all a made-up story, and it happens late at night, and people panic and uh, kind of pay this this money to bail out their grandchild. I often, though, was I'm often, I guess, a little confused by the scam only because if one of my I have no grandchildren yet, so I I guess I can't speak from the perspective of a grandparent because I'm not a grandparent. But I would think that if I had a grandchild in jail somewhere, the first thing I would do is make sure it was really them. I would maybe call my adult child who is their parent and say, do you know that uh, your child is in jail and, you know, try to make contact with them. I'm not really sure how these scams succeed in light of, uh, you know, I mean, everybody has a a mobile phone now. Uh, Somebody could be quickly called to confirm that that's them. I don't know. I just, I can't explain that part of it, but I can tell you this has been going on for at least 10 years that I know of. And uh, there's a new warning out today that the scam has, um, you know, been rolled out again. So they're just warning the elderly again about this so-called grandparent scam. Now, this may or may not affect you. Some of you uh, may may know this name. I hope no one uh, listening this affects. But uh, apparently the Securities and Exchange Commission has uh, just um, charged a San Antonio investment advisor in a $58 million, $58 million investment scam. And the investment advisor's name is Robert J. Mueller, not to be confused with Robert Mueller uh, from, uh, you know, a special prosecutor from FBI fame. No connection that I know of. Robert J. Mueller and the firm is called Deep Root Funds, LLC, based in San Antonio. I read a little bit about this, uh, something to do with uh, a large uh, pool of money that was raised. The purpose of it was to purchase life insurance policies, which is, uh, that's a big thing now. Uh, People are are putting together money uh, to buy life insurance policies. And then when the person dies, they collect the death benefit. So you can sell your life insurance policy if you have a terminal illness or if you're a certain age and you still have a policy in force. So that is legit that that is a thing. But this turned out to be a scam Apparently, the guy used a lot of the money for himself. Uh, the allegations are include that he used it for a second and a third wife and jewelry and divorces and sounds like a mess. Um, these are allegations. He's not guilty uh, yet, uh, but this is a San Antonio-based advisor. But apparently, it involves investors from around the United States. So if even if you're not in San Antonio... Uh, you may, you might be affected, but, uh, $58 million, pretty big uh, pool of money. Uh, no word on how much of the money is still left to be salvaged for investors, but it looks like the charges will be probably related to a Ponzi type scheme or a misappropriation of funds, because it looks like a lot of the money, uh, was taken out and used for personal expenses and not invested as was promised. Again, the company's name is Deep Root Funds LLC. All right. So that is the end of our first segment. I want to let my producer know that we do not have our guest yet on the line. 
just to uh, let my producer know in the next room. Uh, but we'll go ahead and refire the open. Looking forward to uh, our interview tonight with Mitt Sandrew coming up here in about one minute. Stand by. We'll refire the open and we'll be back. The book is Freedom Trumps Socialism. And Mitt Sandrew will be with us, God willing, in about one minute. Stand by. We will be